You are the most beautiful and expensive thing you are ever going to own. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Today's episode is all about you, your relationship with yourself, self-love, being more self-aware, knowing your self-worth, what to do if you're struggling to be your truest self or need to do some healing work to fully love yourself. It is not always easy to accept ourselves, flaws and all. Being that girl or that guy is oftentimes easier said than done. We all see ourselves differently and have different ideas about who we are and our identity and what makes us unique. Your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship that you will ever have. The writer Akram Ali says your relationship with yourself is the foundation of your emotional well-being. It's also the gate way to a healthy relationship with others and being kind to yourself is the best gift you can give yourself a healthy relationship with you is what will get you through all thick and thin Imagine if you're in a relationship with someone you don't love, don't spend time with, don't think is good enough. Now think about the fact that you have to live with you for the rest of your life. What does your relationship with you look like and how do you want it to look? The first thing I want you to do right now, especially if you haven't said it to yourself in a long time or if you haven't said it at all, is that tell yourself that you are enough and you matter. It might sound cheesy to say that to yourself, but you need to hear it from you because we look for that validation from other people all the time. We always want someone else to know and see that we're enough for them and want them to tell us that we matter to them. And but you have to that won't happen unless you believe that and know that for yourself. So make sure that you tell yourself, I am enough and I matter. Everything about your life stems from your self-awareness. By definition, self-awareness is the ability to monitor your own emotions and reactions. It lets you know your strengths, weaknesses, triggers, motivators, and other characteristics. Being self-aware means taking a deeper look at your emotions, why you feel a certain way, and how your sentiments could turn into reactions. When you're aware of your emotions and how you handle them, you're better equipped to process and work through them, avoiding unnecessary conflict. So just like getting to know anyone else, you have to get to know yourself by asking questions. Do you know yourself well? What are your values? What's important to you? Are you the same person you were a year ago, a month ago? Have you changed? How have you changed? What do you like? What makes you you? What do you love about yourself? And what do you want to change or stop doing or improve on? What do you need to be happy and stable on a daily basis? What makes you unique? What do other people compliment you on? For me, being self-aware involves knowing my natural tendencies, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, what my strengths and weaknesses are, what works for me and what doesn't work for me. You have to be honest with yourself and try not to hide who you really are. It's okay to have things about yourself that you don't like or you want to work on, but don't let your insecurities, fears, or worries hold you back or control how you live your life. You don't just need to love yourself, but you need to respect yourself. When you respect someone, you don't have to like everything about them or like everything that they 
they do, but you aren't rude or mean to them just because you don't like everything about them. You respect them and don't shut them down or cut them off, even though you might not be on the same page as them all the time. You have to do the same thing with yourself. You have to respect yourself and embrace the things about you that you can't change. Y'all, I used to hate not fitting in when I was in school. I've always like been in my own lane, doing my own thing. I think it comes from being an only child, being raised by a single mom. I didn't have what all the other kids had growing up and I had an amazing childhood, but I had to grow up a little fast and figure things out early. Now I'm grateful for that independence, but when you're a kid, you just want to be like everyone else and I never have been. I used to get made fun of all the time because I was like always the teacher's pet. I was such a nerd in school, y'all. Like I graduated high school early. I could not wait to get out of school. I had friends and I had fun in school, but I never fit in. I started college at 16 and I definitely didn't fit in when I first started college because I couldn't go to all the parties and do all the the things. I couldn't date because I didn't want to get nobody's son in trouble because I was not 18, you know, so I focused on school, minded my business, just doing my own thing. I was only 20 when I graduated college, still couldn't legally drink. I was the youngest on my job for a long time. And so I have never fit in. And now I'm grateful that I wasn't like everyone else. And I've always done what I wanted to do. I have a whole episode on building confidence and also an episode on becoming the best version of yourself. You can check those out if you get time, if you haven't already. But think about what makes you unique, what's something you didn't like about you that's a blessing now, the way you speak, the way you think, the way you love. I am a romantic through and through. I used to also get made fun of because I love romance novels. I'm not super mushy and I don't like wear my heart on my sleeve, but most of my friends would actually say like, friends or family would say that I'm like super serious but when I warm up like I'm goofy I'm laid back I'm not pressed and I love love it's a part of who I am and I know that I tend to come off like reserved conservative serious quiet but if I like you I will talk all day like everyone's always everyone always says to me like you're so different than I thought you were when they get to know me Um, because I don't come off you know, right away how I actually am. And so you have to get to know people and know yourself. And you, like I said, have to get to know you. What type of person are you? Are you reactive, non-reactive? I'm the type of person that I don't give energy to a lot of things. If you acting crazy, I'm not going to say nothing. Like, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let you throw your tantrum, fuss, fight. And when you calm down, I'll be like, you done? I'll wait. (laughs) Like, I just am not super reactive, but I know that about myself. And I have to be mindful to show emotion when I need to because I know that me being unbothered even though it's a good quality it can come off as me not caring and so I have to you know be mindful to be expressive and show emotion when I need to so think about how do you come off to other people is that really you most of us change a little bit depending on our environment and that's normal but just make sure to be aware of it Also know when to ask for help, when to let something go, know your limitations, how much can you take. Janae Iko posted on her Instagram story, she um, posted she's a 10, but she'll go crazy if she doesn't spend six hours with herself alone. Like, obviously she posted it as a joke, but I know there's truth to that. I believe that she needs a lot of alone time just based off of her music, and that's so self-aware to know that. So make sure that you know yourself. Do you have a social battery? What drains you? How much can you handle? When are you most productive? What um, 
What are your negative, unproductive traits, tendencies, habits? Do you have old negative patterns that you need to get rid of, that you need to work through? How can you be a better person? How can you be more of yourself and more true to who you are? Um, Are you losing yourself or compromising your values for other people's validation or comfort? Do you know who you are? Also, what does God say about you? Where do you find your identity? Do you know your identity, your self-worth? Do you have compassion? Are you kind to you? How do you treat yourself? Would you treat someone you love, your friends, your partner, the way you treat yourself? Most of us are way harder on ourselves than we are on the people in our lives. When you're hard on yourself or beating yourself up, think about what you would say to a friend. What do you Um, Think about if you need to give yourself grace, tell yourself sorry when you need to. Again, you are enough. Your feelings are valid. You're doing the best you can. Don't get in your own way or hold yourself back. Make sure that when you're making decisions, they're for you and not for other people. A lot of times we make decisions to please other people. If you know you're more of a people pleaser, start making some decisions that are just for you, even if it's something as small as saying no or seeing a movie that you want to see or taking a solo trip somewhere you want to go and not waiting until someone wants to go with you or not going because no one else wants to. Live your life for you, not for other people. Be a good friend, a good family member. Um, Support and love people, but you have to do all of that for yourself first. We all know that we cannot pour from an empty cup. People who really love you will respect your boundaries and not take your self-care personally. And if they have a problem with it, then that's their problem, not yours. If you know that you have a good heart, you care, you're a solid person, and you're doing the best you can, that is all that matters. There's a quote that says, let people judge you, misunderstand you, gossip about you. Their opinions are not your problems. No matter what they do or don't say, don't doubt your self-worth. Don't allow people's lack or belief in you make you have a lack of belief in yourself. Um, Believe in yourself first because people will not always believe in you. Care less about what other people think of you and more about what you think of yourself. We give so much power to other people, especially in this social media age. It's so easy to get caught up in the likes and the follows and the praise from other people. It's easy to make other people and how they feel about us more important than how we feel about ourselves. It's human nature to want to be seen and heard by other people, but are you listening to your Yourself? Are you seeing yourself? You gotta hear and see yourself first. Do you like you and where and what you're doing and where you are? Do you like your life? And remember that you pray and hope to be where you are right now. Even if you don't have everything that you need or want, you have at least one thing that you wanted. Um, you have at least one thing now that you wanted that you didn't have before. Whether it's a degree, a car, a home, a pet, a job. You're already living a life that you dreamed about, even if it's not perfect, it never will be, but there's something about your your life that you didn't have before. Oftentimes, we're doing a lot better in life than we give ourselves credit for. Y'all know, like Kris Jenner said, you're doing great, sweetie, and you are. You are doing great. Remind yourself of how far you've already come. Also, a lot of our frustration can come from looking at what other people have that we don't, and so make sure you're not trapped in comparison. They say that 
that is the thief of joy. I heard a pastor say the fastest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. Comparison is pointless. I've always, like I said, pretty much done my own thing without caring or comparing. But most of the people I look up to have been doing social media and building their brands for over a decade. And even though I'm the same age as some of them, they've been online since they were kids. So I can't compare where I am with just starting out to where someone else is who's already been doing this for years and years. If you feel bad or jealous of people who have something that you want, remember that your life and your path and your calling is completely different from someone else's. Comparison is so pointless. We don't need what everyone else has or need to do what everyone else is doing. Our differences is what makes us unique and special. The world needs that special gift that only you have, and it's a gift because you'll give it to somebody, and it doesn't have to be on a grand scale. If you make a difference in one person's life in your lifetime, you use your gift. I love the saying, happiness is finding what your gift is and using it in the service of other people. That's really what life is all about, but remember that you cannot serve others until you serve yourself, and that comes with loving and accepting all of who you are and doing the work to change what you want or need to change and be the best version of yourself. Ian LeVanzant always says, God knows you, God knows who you are, and he hasn't changed his mind, not because of what you did or didn't do. He has not changed his mind about you. You are exactly who God created you to be. The preachers used to say, God doesn't make mistakes, and he's not going to start with you. <laughs> like, just because you're different does not mean you're bad or wrong. And I get it. Again, it's not always easy to love and accept yourself. It's a process. You'll have you'll have good days and bad days, but self-work is essential if you want to thrive in other areas of your life. And remember, everyone's not supposed to like you. I know I'm not for everyone. Everyone's not going to like you or resonate with you, and that's fine. People's opinions of you do not determine your success. The people who rock with me will rock with me, and those who don't, don't. It doesn't make a difference in how I feel about myself. I know who I am. I know whose I am. I love helping and serving and loving people, but I'm not living my life for people. I'm living my life for God. So what makes you feel good about yourself? What brings you joy? Journal, write down why you feel the way you do. Uh, Write down the mistakes you've made, any regrets you have. Are there things that you did in the past that you're holding on to? Forgive yourself. Tell yourself, I love you. We always want to hear that from other people. Do you say that to yourself and do you mean it? Sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. (laughs) And it's okay to change your mind and change who you are and what you're doing. None of us are stagnant. We're all growing. We're all either getting better or worse over time. And you want to be mindful and intentional about getting better, not worse over time. Know what you need to do now and what Um, what's important to you now we should always be growing and evolving and becoming more of ourselves learning and discovering more about who we are not who other people think we are your life will never be yours until you stop caring what anyone else thinks when you when someone asks you about yourself what do you say our default most of the time is to say our job but what we do is not who we are who are you as a person not just as an employee or entrepreneur or athlete, musician, whatever it is you do for a living, that's not who you are. It's a part of who you are, but it's not who you are. What else is there to you? Do you have depth 
what's uh what's your soul like like tap into your soul who are you at your core without all the stuff underneath the titles the degrees the clothes makeup money without the opinions of other people without the hurt pain grief loss denial baggage who's underneath all of that when all that extra stuff is stripped away that's who you really are and open yourself up to what's possible for you regardless of your circumstances or your situation whatever you um, want is possible for you but you have to work for it don't wait for anything or anyone to just fall in your lap even when it does you'll still have to put in the work to keep it everything takes work focus on what you can do not what you can't don't wait for other people to love you or make you happy because again even when they do you'll still have to do that for yourself because other people won't be around to give that affection to you 24-7. Someone said, learn how to meet your needs before you look for someone or something to meet them for you. Don't allow others to consume you if they call. If they don't call, go to sleep. If they don't message you, put away your phone and have a good day. If they're distant and refuse to tell you what's wrong, go home and do something fun. You live for yourself first. Everyone else is secondary. Y'all know I always say make yourself happy first. Anything someone else does for me is secondary. It's in addition to what I'm already doing for myself. It is not selfish to take care of yourself and honor your needs. What do you need in your life? What are your essentials? What are your non-negotiables? I know I'm not someone who can function without sleep. I'm more productive during the day than I am at night. I changed my major in college from media to English because that program was not the right fit for me. It doesn't mean that I can't do media. I just couldn't major in it. (laughs) Like not having a media degree did not stop me from creating this podcast. Know yourself enough to not be limited in your thinking. I remember when I was 15 years old and my principal of my, the principal of my school asked me what I wanted to do. And you guys know we all get asked, like, what do we want to be when we grow up? And I remember I said, I want to help people through media. At the time, social media was not a thing uh, or wasn't really a thing. Like Instagram was around, but like it wasn't a job like it is now, whatever. Um, But he said, I don't know what that means. And at the time, I didn't know what that meant either. I just knew I wanted to help people through media. So what you want to do with your life does not have to make sense to other people. It doesn't even have to make total sense to yourself. Y'all know I always talk about about Lauren Bostick from The Skinny Confidential. And she said that when she was little, she used to say when she grew up, she wanted to be a scrapbooker. And of course, that does not sound like a job, but today she creates curated content and flat lays of beautiful, aesthetic, pleasing pictures. She's a blogger extraordinaire and has millions of followers on Instagram and has built a brand around her eye for detail and her um, love for piecing things together in a visually pleasing way. And she still says that she is a scrapbooker. She became what she told herself when she was little, what she used to say she wanted to be. That's who she is. I knew that I wanted to help people through media and now I help people through media. So you might not always have a name for what you want to do or it might not always make sense. Um, It might not, like I said, even makes it might not make sense to you and also might not even exist yet. But that doesn't mean that you can't do it. Stay true to yourself and go after the life you want. Everything you want is achievable with hard work and discipline. The body you want, the career you want, the life you want. And when things don't work out, it's up to you to either stay down or choose to make the best 
or the most out of where you are. Jay Shetty says that you don't know what you need until you figure out who you are. Your passion is for you. Your purpose is for someone else. I also have to know myself enough to know when to say, like, this is not for me. I'm grateful for this opportunity, but I don't want it. Remember that you don't always have to say yes to everything. Just because something is good does not mean it's good for you. That can be hard to accept because we all want good things, but not all good things. Not all good things are good for us. Remember to be mindful of your negative self-talk. Be calm instead of overreacting and overthinking. Don't give anything like too much power and control over you. Don't waste time feeling sorry for yourself. Remember to be kind for yourself. I read that love is not about finding the right person. Love is about becoming the right person. Don't look for the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Become the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Nurture the relationship you have with yourself, just like any meaningful relationship. Remember to prioritize your self-care. Whatever helps you feel relaxed and calm and at peace. It can be saying no or saying yes and letting yourself do things that you would normally hold yourself back from doing get out of your comfort zone sometimes believe in yourself and in your potential do you trust yourself do you trust your intuition be confident and not care what anyone else thinks being happy is so personal and has nothing to do with someone else because you can be with someone else and still be unhappy So make sure that you're getting your rest, make sure you're nourishing your body, make sure that you exercise all the things that are good for you. Make sure you write down what you want and track your progress, list your priorities. Remember that you are responsible for your life. Celebrate yourself, all of who you are and what you've been through, your accomplishments. Make sure you clap for yourself. See yourself for who you are right now, not just who you want to be, but who you are right now. You can love yourself without you know, loving something about you or who you are. Also make sure you're prioritizing your peace when you're thinking about things that you want to change or improve about yourself. Remember that the awareness does not mean that the negative thing goes away automatically. You have to do the work, get therapy, spend time alone, journal, whatever it is you need to do to become a better you and improve your relationship with yourself. And remember that You can't change everything about yourself and you don't need to. All that matters is that you're doing your best. If you don't give your all, then obviously, you know, you're being lazy. But if you know you're genuinely doing your best, be proud of that. Embrace the glorious mess that you are. If anything feels wrong, don't do it. Let go of what you can't control. Understand your limitations and be patient with yourself. Stop complaining and appreciate how lucky you are every single day. Remember that you build confidence by keeping the promises you make to yourself. Hold yourself accountable. Um, Remember to tell yourself, I am responsible for me, my thoughts, my actions, my reactions. If I feel out of control, I'll take some time. I'll walk away, get some sleep, think, clear my mind, pray, have a little talk with Jesus, whatever you need to do before acting or responding. Self-awareness is maturity. Also remember, you are never single. You're always in a relationship with yourself. Stay committed to loving yourself and getting better. I heard Sarah Jakes Roberts say, you didn't miss out on the love of your life. You are the love of your life and you are your happily ever after. You are a gift waiting 
for you to unwrap. Do everything like you love yourself. Eat like you love yourself. Move like you love yourself. Speak like you love yourself. Act like you love yourself. Some days will be harder than others. It's okay to fake it till you make it sometimes. You're not always going to feel like that queen or that king. Just because you don't feel like it doesn't mean that you're not. Prove yourself to you, not to other people. If you want to get to know yourself more, personality quizzes definitely help. I like the Myers-Briggs test. I like the Enneagram test. Um, Figure out what your love languages are. Write down the the things that you like and don't like. What things make up your personality and your personality traits. For me, I know I love church. I love New York. I love coffee. I love books. I love romance. I have serious RBF sometimes. If you know, you know. For those of y'all who don't know, RBF is resting bee face, and I'm more aware of it now, and it's not as bad, but my face has no chill sometimes, like none at all. Like I'm a Scorpio, it just is what it is. Um, But again, I know that about myself, I'm self-aware of it. Um, So just make sure that you know yourself. and what you're, remember that what you're into will change over time. It's supposed to change. For me, I never liked pink anything growing up. It was never my favorite color. Now I'm into pink and it has to be the right shade, but now I love that color. So what you're into will definitely change over time and it's supposed to. Keep the quote in mind that says, focus on what makes you happy, what makes your soul feel at peace. You are your biggest commitment. So start loving your flaws, your awkwardness, your weirdness, your intensity, your vulnerability, your everything. Life becomes so much more fulfilling when you are just simply yourself. So that's it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure that you share and follow this podcast so that you don't miss any episodes from me. Also rate and review at this podcast. Make sure that you are following me on Instagram at Mara P. Sullivan and at DFTL podcast. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My TikTok is also at Mara P. Sullivan. Remember, no matter how stressful or chaotic life might be right now, do not forget to love and love yourself first. I'll talk to you guys soon. I love you so much. Bye.